You are about to embark upon a fascinating adventure into well-being, a journey which will leave you with a lifetime method for gaining unequaled health of body and mind and the sense of a new life. The host does not necessarily agree with the opinions and beliefs expressed in the following text. Any and or all statements regarding truth, reality, God, etc. should be viewed as narrative contrived by the artist for entertainment purposes only. The host hereby disavows his own personal responsibility for any paranormal activity related to the listening of this episode. The listener listens at his own risk and will hopefully have a safe yet fun and expansive trip. The characters in this episode are very real and reside inside a space-time continuum known as the host's head. The host solemnly guarantees that you will love them in addition to assurance that the preceding statement was a lie. Oh, and by the way, you're in for some weird shit. Welcome to I'm Sick of This Place. I'm your host, Chad. And recently, a Facebook friend of mine posted one of those little um, word balloons, I guess you would call. I'd call them on their pre- uh, profile picture. It was pretty funny. It's uh, unmasked, unmuzzled, unvaccinated, and unafraid, right? That's the 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 humor isn't in that. The humor is in that their picture is filtered. Now it would have been a very very funny irony if it said unfiltered, unmasked, unmuzzled, unvaccinated, unafraid, or whatever, or take unafraid out or unmuzzled out, unmasked, unfiltered, unvaccinated, and unafraid. That sounded good. Now, if it said that, that would have been hilarious. A a very, very strong sense of irony, considering their profile picture is heavily, 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 probably as max as you can filter, to the point where the nose has no shape. The pupils are kind of non-existent. There is no, you, you know what I mean, where where it looks just like somebody airbrushed everything, like an airbrushed Michael Jackson. This person looks like an airbrushed Michael Jackson. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. When I was uh, looking on dating sites, dating websites, you know, like Tinder and whatnot, whatnot anybody that had one of those straight up or had multiple, if it was the first one, I'd see if there was a second one. You know, if there was a if actually no, if the first one was that filter, I I I can't deal with that. Can't deal with that sort of fake reality of a situation. Um, so I've never been one for filters. I w- I would like to see people how they are with their imperfections because the way people use filters, it makes them look freakish. If I'm being quite honest. I recently got a tarot deck. Tarot card. And a tarot book. Whatever. Rachel True. um, She has been in the game for a while. She was uh, cast on the craft. But that's not how she got into tarot. She was into tarot. Pretty much all her life. And. I'm not going to sit on here. And tell you that I understand it. Yet, I've only had the damn book for a day. I got it last night. I, of course, did a read. And I did um, one on relationship and one on my house situation. Because those are the two big things that I got going on. Really. Um, So, when I learn more about this, 
I will then share knowledge because I'm not going to try to get on here and, you know, make it seem like I know all this stuff when I don't. That's one thing I want to make sure everybody knows is that I'm being honest with you folks. And with that, I want to read some of my notebook stuff, right? So, um, let me go back to March 12th, March, March 12th, okay? So, I did four sessions of Wim Hof, six sessions of uh, Pramayana, which I've been, do- I've been doing. Um, simple stuff. You, I've been doing the the one four two method. So you inhale for x amount of time, then you times that by four for the hold, and then you times that times original by two. So I've been doing four sixteen and eight. So I inhale with my right nostril, I hold, then I exhale with my left nostril. I do that six times, and then. I reverse, I inhale with the left, exhale with the right. I do, uh, let's just kind of get into uh, um, meditative energy, have, have be full of energy sort of state. And then I obviously go into Quapalit Across, Lesser Banishing Ritual, Middle Pillar. I meditated for five minutes. I did the Quapalit Across again in the Sigil Burn for... Having a successful podcast. And then I like to write down the notes. Still haven't got dizzy like I had before doing Wim Hof. Because if you've done it, at least for me, I kind of get dizzy. I, I might like, I get tingly sensations all over. I haven't done, I haven't really got that part yet again. Mind you, it's been quite a while since I've really started doing it. Pramayana, harder than I thought. Not sure if it was the coffee or all the breathing, but really could feel the energy through me. Could barely keep still for the meditation. Once I focused on my body, sporadic arm movements, once I got deeper into the meditation, I then did my normal swaying, releasing energy to relax. Burned the sigil and rubbed ashes on my hands. I feel totally different than when I woke up. Clearly, the shower and coffee helped, but it was a lukewarm shower, not cold, and barely a cup of coffee. So, not quite as I normally do. Normally, I take cold showers, and normally I drink quite a bit of coffee. Um, So, there I am trying to rationalize the sort of physical stuff that, physical and mental stuff that happened to me while I did this stuff. Um... I also did an I Ching that day on the podcast. So I got a bef- I got two. I got a 33 for retreat and uh, 48 after. So 33 turned into 48, which is the well. For 33, I had changing lines 2, 4, and 6. Kind of weird. Um, I'm not going to read you what retreat and well means. I'm going to re- read you what I wrote down. Um, retreat doesn't mean to stop doing the podcast. I, it could mean... Re- oh, sorry. 
pretty bad when you can't read your own writing. It could mean retreat back into the work and the rituals. I started this podcast to talk about the well states, the bigger the goal, goals take longer time. Oh, the well, okay, the well, not, I thought that was a typo, I'm talking about 48, the well states, the bigger goals take longer time, and that clearly, and oh, and that clear water can enrich our lives from within, and that is the true source of spiritual insight, excitement. So what I gather is I need to take my time to do my practices, and only then can I play video games or watch TV. Which I have been doing. I have still been playing video games and watching TV. On the 16th, I did um, five Wim Hof and three Pramayana. Didn't write anything down. On the 17th, which was yesterday, this was, this is, I'm recording this the 18th, and it should be out today. Um, I did Quabolitic, Lesser Banishing Ritual, Middle Pillar, and Quabolitic. Uh, my mind wasn't much into it, very tired and no coffee, but after completing it, I felt a little more clear-headed and a little more energized. Wore the back support, um, wore the back support because, you know, I'm having deal with physical therapy and that's trying to help me up, stand up straight. So that's what I've been doing for my spiritual practices in, um, other sort of uh, whatever. There is, I don't know if you have all seen it, but there's this weird British YouTube rap I'm always, I'm always getting. And it's always, it's a, uh, it's advertisement. And it's terrible. And maybe it's terrible in my opinion, because... I listen to good rap, and I'm not British, and I assume there's toe-to-toe American rap is better than British, I would assume. Um, It's awful. It's awful. I think I could do a better job in, uh, because it's always always like, you want to, this is me rapping. I'm not rapping it, but I'm rapping, like, what the message is that I and it's for like alcohol it's like unity brotherhood we will go to the club in the hood getting a beer bong smoking 420 brotherhood togetherness hennessy heineken we need to get close to touch but not too much covid19 in the air makes you want to stand far over there it's it's weird it's not great that was off the top of my head. Not great. I'm not going to say I can rap, but it, it, I can pretty much rap like that guy can. And I'm sh- pretty sure he wrote that, and I just came off that with the top of my head. So who's actually more talented? Me. Let's go again. It's like brotherhood. I don't know why I always start with brotherhood. I don't think it starts with brotherhood. I don't know. Um, coming together. In the weather of night, it is a party. We will gather smartly. Celebration, causation, 
actualization Heinecy Heineken. I don't. I, it's some fucking alcohol. Uh, fucking a Blue Moon Budweiser. I I don't know. It's some British bullshit. Um. Yeah. It's it's hilarious how terrible it is, and I can sound just like it. Well, you know, just as good. Um. What's with guys? Not using urinals next to one another. Is this this like weird thing like, oh, I can't see the dick because I'll be a homosexual or something. I don't, I don't understand. At my work, we still have a child's urinal. Now, I don't th- think we're ever going back to child labor. So I guess it's more of a, um, a little person urinal. And I don't know if little people can really do the job correctly because they're a little too small. So I don't know why we have one, but we do. And I seen a, and I have a problem fitting in there. I'm only five six. I'm relatively short for a guy, and I was almost too tall for it. And by too tall, I mean like my penis could have almost been on top of the urinal. Uh, and there was this guy using that had to be six foot, at least six. I'll say six foot. So he's definitely over it. So he, so I don't, I don't know why they'd much rather use the stalls than piss by me. Or, but it's weird because he'll piss right by his fucking buddy. I don't know what kind of weird homo erotic sort of uh, situations going on there because I, I think. Both of them have a relationship. I think maybe one is married to a woman, mind you. Um, I, I don't know if you have to say that these days, but um, I don't know if it's hateful for me to say that, say that these days or say that it's a woman. But So he'll piss next to him, but he won't piss next to me. I don't know why. I don't. If, if I if I see somebody's dick at work, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm just be like, oh, it's a fucking dick. I've seen a dick. I've seen my friend's dicks. I've seen my dick. I've seen random strangers online's dicks. Porn people. You know, it's a dick. It's not a big deal. Are you afraid that if you see enough, there's some weird calculation between the numbers of dicks you see in like late term homosexual turn activation i don't know what you want to call it latent homosexual behavior like after seeing 73 dicks then that automatically makes you gay or something i don't i don't know what the big deal is we're all all us guys are born with it and uh wait can we say that i don't know i'll say it if you're born with a penis you shouldn't think seeing a penis is a big deal it's a penis you you see yours all the time another thing i noticed is i was training with this guy and um he's a history buff well i started you know i, I like to get to know people i'm working with you and the guy's relatively young i would assume he's in my age ballpark area and so we might have some stuff in common so he tells me he's from a uh, small town, a small city, you know, 
big deal. Like 400 people were in his whole entire high school. And I was, you know, like, hey, what do you do for fun? And you know, fish, you know, I figured. Then he t- tells me he's a history buff. So I'm like, oh, yeah, tell me something I don't know. So he tells me something maybe I don't know or maybe it's just some like long-term old synapse firing off that I was like, oh, yeah, I think I remember that. Or, oh, yeah, didn't that happen like Japanese subs kind of showed up on California? Is that a conspiracy? But he's like, yeah, the the Japanese were going to invade California, but then they realized that everybody has guns, so that wouldn't work. And I go, yeah. You know, the last history book I read was A People's History of the United States by, and before I could say Howard Zinn, he goes, Howard Zinn, that socialist, or Howard Zinn, socialist, Marxist, I can't stand the guy. Now, I don't know where people fall politically, and yes, you can judge someone to a certain degree on that a little bit, but at the end of the day, it depends on their actions, right? So, if you can't stand a guy because of his political party, it's like, eh. So, I mean, I didn't press on the subject because I don't want to argue with somebody who clearly doesn't like somebody. I don't know if he's if it's based on him just being that, which is not true. He's more of a demo. He always said, there's a famous quote, I'm somewhat of an anarchist, somewhat of a socialist, maybe a democratic socialist. That's what I am, pretty much. And whatever so i don't know if he's not liking the guy based on that or if he's a if the guy's basing it on the all his activists because if he's basically if he's basing it on his political stance the guy's an idiot but if he's basing his hate and dis disliking of the guy based on his activism that dude's a piece of shit racist um howard's in has been anti-war ever he was anti-war during world war ii until he realized actually what was going on so then he signed up and then he fought after he fought he was a bombardier he fought and he dropped bombs on a city killing hundreds if not thousands of civilians after that that scarred him for the rest of his life knowing that he he himself he dropped the bombs murdered civilians and from that moment on he became anti-war when korea and vietnam came around he was anti-war he was one of the first people to publish anti-war books when the civil rights movement was going on in the 60s he was teaching in spelman college and i do believe 62 63 that's a historical woman black college so black females were the student body and really at that time he encouraged and allowed and helped his student body protest and he also he's been arrested for protesting he's i I don't understand how somebody can hate somebody that's always been well, I guess always he's fought against 
killing of innocents. He fought against a dirty war. He fought against segregation. He fought against racism. And you can't stand that guy. You can't stand somebody that has throughout his life been a good guy and anybody that's worked and all his students loved him at one point i think wherever he moved on boston maybe i think had he he was such a beloved teacher and everybody liked him so much he had 400 he was teaching 400 students or something insanely like that by himself now i can understand if you're a history guy and you don't like the book because it shares the nitty-gritty history of america it it tries to teach history um from the early stages on to i think think it was updated recently to like the 80s or 90s um but from the point of the indians from the point of the i guess not indians native americans i'm from the point of the Native Americans, from the point of the slaves, from the point of the working class, from the land serfs, it teaches history from the point of the underdog, from the people that always have gotten shafted. It touches on facts that they don't really get in detail with they're like oh yeah you know slavery happened and then he's like you know that was pretty bad here's here's some here's some stuff that happened so to me am i gonna be friends with this guy no but am i going to make work a hot, you know a little bit of this that and the other no i'm just gonna be like hey i don't know why he doesn't like this guy that's should be considered a good guy no matter like are we gonna start hitting martin luther king jr because he was a socialist i can't wait until that day what pieces of shit are gonna go off and talk about how he was a terrible guy because he he talked about the large distribution of wealth among people forget about that he was really against the one percent uh he was he was a man for the working class and when is he going to be bastardized eventually that he was this piece of shit because he was a socialist or because he was he he leaned toward it at least i don't it's 100 percent no but for what extra stuff i know he stood for it seems like he would have been something like that I cannot wait until hopefully I can talk to Mike about it because Mike and I have a good, are very similar when it comes to politics. I've talked about that. And I think he would have more or less wanted to debate the guy. I don't have time to debate the guy. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. At, at this point, it's like, most people are stuck in whatever mindset. And I'm the same. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm the same. So with that in mind, that's this episode. I am going to, I don't know if this is a bad thing, but I'm going to play 
a song at the end of this. It's by Lon Milo Duquette. It's Think Outside the Box. Have a great one. I told my mom when I was ten, the Bible is a crock. She marched me to the preacher man, boys thinking outside the box. Now look here, boy, the preacher said, just stop your crazy talk. Cause sticks and stones will break your bones if you think outside the box. You fight and fail, you land in jail, the world will clean your clock. You'll spend eternity in hell if you think outside the box. Don't you worry how things are or should be. Thou shalt not be unorthodox. Go to school and go to war if need be. Just don't think outside the box. In 65, some soldier guys came to my school to talk. They looked real cool, had shiny shoes, and they pumped up all the jocks. They pointed to their uniforms and walked that soldier walk. If you got balls, duty calls, just step inside the box. The draft board sending notices I found in my mailbox But they never reached my residence Cause I moved outside the box Don't you worry how things are or could be Thou shalt not be unorthodox Get a job then go to war if need be just don't think outside the box I'm 65, I'm still alive and I've been around the block Had ups and downs and laughs and frowns and mysteries I've unlocked and when I'm dead, let it be said upon that marble block. Don't look for lawn down in the ground, the boy's outside the box. Keep on dreaming how things can and should be. Just proudly be unorthodox. Keep on marching to that different drummer. Live and love outside the box Just live outside the box